everybody. Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So Carlos Rodon is now off the market. He's agreed to a six-year deal with the New York Yankees. He was the best remaining free agent starter on the market. He's headed to the Bronx. It's a six-year, $162 million guarantee. And that's a $27 million average annual value. It's con- It's got a full no-trade clause, and it runs through his age 35 season. So this is a big deal that Rodon gets for his career. Rodon has had an interesting career to this point. Flashed elite stuff at certain points, but in general has struggled to stay on the field, quite frankly. But the last two seasons, he's been relatively healthy. The last two seasons, he's been an all-star. 2022 with the Giants, where he was healthy all year long. 2021 with the White Sox. So he was sixth in Cy Young this past year, fifth the year before. So very good seasons back-to-back. That was enough for the Yankees to see. You know, we like this guy. And he's a great pitcher. I think it's a very good deal for them. He's going to slot right in there into a rotation that already has Garrett Cole, obviously. So the Yankees watch Jameson Tyone leave. So that definitely hurts them. But they've upgraded at the end of the day, getting Carlos Rodon. So you'll have the co-aces. Garrett Cole is their 1A. Rodon maybe their 1B or, or 1 and 2. Then you have Nestor Cortez, Luis Severino, and Frankie Montes. These guys are going to round out the rotation. If you looked coming into the winter who the three aces were in free agency, it was DeGrom, Verlander, and Rodon. Rodon is the youngest of that trio, so he was always likely to secure the longest deal. But when you look at it, it wasn't wasn't even that much longer than DeGrom's deal. DeGrom had a five-year, $185 million deal. Rodon's getting a six-year, 162. So, yes, it's the longest for any pitcher this winter, but DeGrom made out really well with the Rangers. The Rangers paid a hefty sum to get Jacob DeGrom. And it was said that Rodon was seeking a seven-year deal that would push him past $200 million, but he didn't get that. He falls well shy of that hope, but six years, 162 is still quite strong for a pitcher. So, what are the Yankees going to do? Obviously, they have decided... To finally go and spend money. We criticized them heavily coming into this offseason saying that they've been a bit shy to spend money in free agency in recent years, but they've done it this year for sure. Judge, $360 million. Now, Rodon, $162 million. They spent you know, half a billion dollars on these two players. And this pushes New York firmly into the top third of the threshold. The threshold for luxury tax. So they're going to have heightened penalties this year because they pay the luxury tax in 2022. Now they're going to have a higher penalty because they're a repeat payer. So they're going to pay a 30% tax on their first 20 million in overages, 42% on their next 20 million, 75% on the next 20 million. So they're they're in that in that final tier. And then yeah, so in all in all, when you look at it, the Yankees. Raw payroll is going to be up about $277 million. So essentially, they're going to pay $18 million in taxes. You know, that's that's the nature of it. That's what you have to do to compete. You see what the Mets are doing. They're spending stupid money. And you're going to have to pay for good talent if you want to get it. So right now, the last remaining free agent who's likely to get a nine-figure deal is Dansby Swanson. He's the last guy on the market who's going to get you know $100 million plus and there are rumors about him. The Red Sox were rumored to be in on Swanson, which which to me makes no sense. It's like, why would you let Xander Bogarts go 
only to turn around and sign an inferior player in Dansby Swanson when you could have just kept Bogarts. That makes absolutely no sense to me. So that would be very confusing if they decide to pay up and get Dansby Swanson. It, it would prove that the front office didn't know what they were doing. It, it really would. It would prove that. And I think uh, fans in Boston would be very, very justified in their anger on that one. In smaller scale news, Omar Narvaez reached a one-year deal with the Mets. He's a veteran catcher, one year, and it's $8 million. $8 million for one year. So he's just going to be a backup there. He's already joining a crowded catching crew. They have James McCann and Tomas Nito, as well as the number one prospect in baseball, Francisco Alvarez. So it's just, it's just backup for the Mets. If the Mets keep all three on their roster, the three major league guys, they might keep Francisco Alvarez in AAA, at least to begin the season. But then again, it also opens a move. It also opens a door for the Mets to trade James McCann. He's underperformed since he joined the Mets, and he's due $24 million over the next two seasons. So we'll see. So we are down to Dansby Swanson watch. And that's what we're going to see. He's probably going to sign relatively soon because all these guys have been coming off the market a lot soon. I mean, before the new year, that's awesome. Before Christmas, that's really good. You know, we've seen other years where things get dragged on for too long. I don't think Danzy Swanson is going to wait too long. So he'll find a home. We've heard rumors with the Cubs. Now we're hearing the Red Sox, and we'll see. So that's where things stand right now. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.